itch. Record my shit. That took its time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Loose Heads Sports Show, the number one sports show on planet Earth. Birth. I'm fucking slurring already, Jed Gillespie. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you proudly bought to you each and every week by the terrible human being at Caffeine Gum Australia, please continue to buy it so I can get up every day and do whatever the fuck I like. The other thing is, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Thank you. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm back from the dead. I was um this time last week. Actually, no, we did the pod on Monday last week. Uh, I was just sort of coming up on what I'd, I'd say coming up on codules. Um, after waking up, not feeling good, feeling like a night in South's clubhouse. Um, and then Tuesday, I backed that up. And then I got a couple of lines on my little pregnancy testing. And so I spent last week alone in this uh, hole in the wall in Hunters Hill. So fair to say, it was a fucking, I was absolutely smoked. It was awful. And then after that, I was psychologically smoked because I was alone with my own thoughts. So. Uh, There's some very, good news for everyone listening. If you've had a bad week, that's some good news for you. Yeah, absolutely. It could not have gone worse last week. So um, horrific. I don't want COVID again. I don't. I'm not getting into vaccines and whatnot. I got only two of the jabs. You can get 400 jabs now. So I don't know if that's a lesson for someone, but I was absolutely and obviously peak physical condition. Obviously, like, obviously. So I don't know how I'd be sicking than anyone else, but I was smoked so that was fucked How you it been knocked going? me for six when i had it three weeks ago can i also just say i'll have no time to edit this today so please yeah, no I know. racist I was... no yes. sexist no homophobic no russian propaganda no drug propaganda well you know, yeah all that well, kind of I, stuff actually last week did have to get edited but that was i'm putting that down to the quadrules um yes, yes. but yes there will be no There'll be uh, this will be straight to video uh, this week, so no no qualms there. Um, we both had a fucking shit weekend. Um, I, had a, on, I had a crazy week. <laughs> yeah, you had a crazy week. I'm not sure we can get into all that, but we can get into some of the footy side. Do you want to do your blood yeah. shit show first? I, I just shout out to Liam, the Ford's coach at Two Blues. I told him I'd give him a shout out. The beers are definitely on me when you come down to the Shire. Um, mate, the two blues, are, they're going to beat some teams this year. They've, there's something good happening out there. Um, after t- talking to them after the game, they didn't even think they played that well. Um, Eric Tweedale Stadium is fucking lovely, just quietly. So I think that that's probably – it's an advantage could pro- probably because it feels better to play at, but – for the opposition teams, it also feels better as well. Um, but no, no excuses, mate. We had our opportunities to win. We didn't take them. And congrats to the two Blues. They're gonna they're gonna be a problem for teams this year. Yep. Well, I mean, that's a couple. That's that's a couple. Very diplomatic response. Very diplomatic I mean, response there. Yeah. I mean, fuck. It is. End of the day, you win or you lose, and they're fuck. They're they're, they're doing something right. Um, and I, I, yeah, I like the fact they've got a new stadium. I think it's awesome. Uh, I haven't Eddie, been have yet. you been there yet? Nah. Oh, mate. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> and I don't know if it's awesome because I'm comparing it to the past. Uh, I think there's probably a small element of that, but it's it's legitimately got the professional feel when you walk in the door out there. I, I really liked it. I mean, I, I mean that's, that's good, particularly with the Tars are going to try and not try. They will take stuff out there, do various games they should they should that'd be yeah, a good but that, that's setup exactly it. It, to be honest it's what concord used sounds like it's what concord used to be like a 
a halfway house for rugby. It's not quite. It's not quite fucking fully professional, but it's you know it's not it's not far off either. So um, look, look. Obviously, you never like losing. We've lost a couple of games this year, um, but but you know, I I think if you look through the competition, Manly have been undefeated since we beat them, and and I think anyone can still beat anyone on their day. So. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any excuses. Last week was one of the wildest fucking weeks of my life. Um, yeah, let's just put it that. I don't want to talk too much team business, but there was a lot going on, and I had a lot going on. Chronic back us, pain. Tell yeah. us your line out moves. Uh, no. Okay. When do we play? When do we? Hey, my family are coming. So my all my brothers and entire family will be in the same place for the first time in about. Eight years when we play you guys. No, holy yeah. shit! There's no solar eclipse. No, it's that, that's a you, you want to you want to know what my parents are like. All you have to do is go have a couple of beers with Lachlan and Callum Chubb, and then you go fuck anyone that created these two maniacs must be fucking crazy. Well, that's uh, I don't know. That could be that could be a sign uh, sign for South. I hope not, but um, I will I will I'll do my I'll do our game first very quickly and I want to separate it into two distinctly different areas. The game that was played and the absolute fuckery that was Friday, which I did tell you about at the time. So Friday lunchtime could have been later. I'm sort of in day six, day five of losing my marbles when I get a message saying Sydney Rugby have approved all four grades of Manly to be uncontested scrums tomorrow due to having the flu. So not COVID, the flu. Now, I'm not even going to go near that whole thing, but my immediate response was, are you fucking kidding me, Sydney Rugby? I don't know who I'm more annoyed at, the Manly or Sydney Rugby. The fact Sydney Rugby could go, yeah, fair enough. Um, I don't know whether there needs to be some sort of proof shown or like because of the end result, which was Manly rolled out three grades of contested scrums, got a pushover in threes. They got they? absolute they, yep, they got absolutely smoked in ones, which was to be honest, regardless of who came back or who was available, gonna happen anyway. Um, but the fact that they went magically from we cannot field any teams, Eastwood's response of course was well then fucking give us four points. Like it's just not a game. Four points. Yeah. Give us whatever just you forfeit um yeah. so i don't know whether that magically happening in 12 hours is more annoying or sydney rugby their initial reaction going yeah that's fine so again what sydney, what, sydney rugby's reaction is quite annoying there to me how the how on this fucking play because it look it's purely tactical like if, you know if if we decide that souths are going to towel us up at scrum time we go right out where we can't do it tomorrow it's not safe enough so instead of getting 12 penalties and a yellow, we get you guys get nothing. So I'm glad that it didn't happen because, to be honest, it's that would have just been the start of the end. But the fact that there was even a discussion around it is bizarre. Now, 24 absolutely, hours. Absolutely 20, bizarre. 20, fucking insane, whoever approved that there. And I don't doubt that they're old dinosaurs, so they won't listen to this shit. But just while we're on the subject of that, I... I we had seven front rowers out against West Harbour, and I would never have dreamed on my life, in my entire life, of going uncontested scrums. 
I would have played before that happened. That's the thing. The, the, the yeah. stats came through of how many props were out. And I've got to be honest, like I know you've been telling me about South. You know, we at as of last week, we had five front rowers unavailable from the top, yeah. top echelon, you know, for various reasons, injuries, COVID, you know, representative duties. So, you know, they had something like seven or at seven on the Friday or something like that. You know, in my, I don't know, when we were young, some kid gets pulled up from Colts and put in twos. Yeah. And if he goes well, then it's the start of a great thing for him. Otherwise, he gets the shit bashed out of him. The guys go from twos to ones. And if they're good enough, they hold it. Otherwise, they get hammered. The fact that the whole club put in a thing that they were going to remove their, all their, pro, their, they couldn't do any scrums. And then was crazy. Now that got thrown out the window. Awesome. The next day, three grades of scrums turn up. So there's some fuckery that's gone afoot there. I will need to separate that whole thing, which is a disgrace. And I've never had anything against Manly, but whatever that was, whatever that whole thing was, was a disgrace from the game itself, where they earned a harder, like they, they, they played well, they played simple, tough game of football, and they won the game. So that in itself, well done. And well done to the guys there. They continue their streak and they'll be number one. The fuckery beforehand, whoever's in charge of it, should be absolutely publicly hanged because that was a disgrace. Well, look, we have at least two shoot shield forwards coaches that we know of that listen to this show. Potentially more. Um, so maybe in our little forward coaching, handsome motherfucker community, we can start some kind of outrage. Well, I was just like, look, I the the first one outraged me, but they, you can't win after that because if you end up rolling up with three teams of front, full front rows, you go, well, what what happened? Was there, um, was, was there like, did Jesus appear? What happened? Or did, or did they get COVID and play with COVID? I don't know. To be honest, yeah. I wouldn't give a shit, but until it impacts us, if we all decide to, I don't care. But that whole thing was disgraceful. So well done to Manly for the win. I think that clearly that there's just some very tough, simple football being played at Manly. Um, and... We were particularly poor, um, but Manly are doing the same thing every week and being tough. Good, there's some good footballers out there. Uh, Max Douglas is playing well while he's while he's not with the task, so good on him. Um, and yes, the fuckery, whoever it was, feel free to message me and try and defend that position. Um, I, I I can't even begin to consider the thought process around going uncontested scrums. I've never had that happen to me. 16 season and I would never I'll do anything I could to make sure that that didn't happen even if it was going to negatively affect us would you think normally I'm aware of not talking about this the whole time for various reasons but you think that if you have four grades of ranked players first grade starting uncontested is near impossibility absolutely we pulled guys out of the crowd from fourth grade who are already on the beers to sit on the bench for first grade in the past. There you go. There you go. So, I mean, so you find a way. Of course you find a way. Like there was a, there was a, one of the guys, like one of our third grade loose heads on the bench for first grade on the weekend. And like it, it happens. But that like, way low. Yeah. <laughs> but for, um, for that, for, to, to try and get it the whole game, day uncontested was, I think, probably one of the doggest fucking things I've seen. So I would rather, like you said, I could lie in bed at night. I'd just take my lashings. Um, yeah. And the commentary, oh, 
I obviously had to watch the game from. Um, I haven't watched it. Oh, how bad is watching a game on TV? While it's not you, good. Oh. And oh um, my god, the 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 obviously I like the stand production quality, but fuck me, like some of the commentary. Oh, they're going oh Eastwood are down by four. Why would they uh, take a penalty kick? We're actually down by two. Like they're going well. You know, at any moment this game could go uncontested, and I'm going. Well, I don't think so. They got they got to have three props on the benches. It's just a nightmare. And look. There was just it was it was some crazy shit going on the weekend. One of our wingers literally bounced it like LeBron James off the turf, and was awarded a try. Um, there was just there was some crazy stuff going on, but um, yet we re, we regroup and uh, attack another week. So I will say, firstly, COVID is awful. Um, I think some people not impacted that much. Um, I can so, I can care. Fucked me. It really and I, like I was sort of back to work as I work it on Monday, and it was hard. It was really hard. So, um, anyway, uh, around the grounds, the uh, the Rats narrowly beat East. That's probably – I see that. That's how I saw that playing out. The Wildfires beat Randwick. Um, Randwick will continue. That loss will continue to haunt our side for a while. Um, yeah. And that's sort of being proved week by week. Um, uh, Western Gordon had a pretty pretty slow old day. I watched that one. Um Gordon got up by ten, but uh, it was just it was just a slow game to be honest. It was it was sort of fell to West Hands, uh, and then the North Bubble, the North Bubble, they've gone down to the students. So um, again, some interesting results. It'll be an absolute wide open draw um, until what I would say is you have no fucking idea what happens when when they when the celebrities come in round two. A hundred percent. I was thinking about this. Obviously, we've lost a few games. If we had kicked one penalty goal on the weekend, we win that game with a bonus point. I think we scored four tries. If we had kicked one extra goal against Norths, we win that game. And then all of a sudden, we're sitting inside the top eight. So how, how close is the competition at this point that you could say something like that? Like, it's just a couple of couple of wins and you're back. You're it right values back the there. points even more so, though. So that's why, to me... The losing on the weekend and round one. Round one's a bit of an outlier in form until the weekend. It's so heartbreaking because I think the results will be get more randomised once you insert randomly Waratahs guys back into the fold. Force guys, potentially. Melbourne Rebels are taking their um, toys up to Queensland from all my reports, which pisses me off heaps. Um is that Nick Styles? You reckon? Nick Styles? You reckon? I don't know. I don't know whether Nick Styles unilaterally sat down and went, "Okay, Queensland." I like the weather, but um, well, he's a Queenslander. I mean, I I don't know how they made the decision, but that's the mail I've got, and that mail fucking sucks. Particularly if you've got players who you've actually developed at your club rather than just inherited. So, more and more, the less and less reasons to send people to Melbourne. Uh, reason number 900 because they'll send them to Queensland Club Rugby, which again fucking drives me crazy. Thank you. Very Unless much. you were a top player, I wouldn't go to Melbourne. Boom, there I said it. And even then, I probably Look, wouldn't go. I'm gonna, I, I might, I'm again, it's actually not about my own time there. Um, but I had a conversation the other day and I'm struggling to come up with people who've been developed by Melbourne Rugby. Besides Rob Liotta and and Trevor Hosea, people born in Victoria, who's gone down there from the Shoot Shield, 
and just killed it. I've got Reese Hodge. And I don't I, I I think so many guys have been flicked or they've bounced out and they've maximized their potential somewhere else. Honestly. And I, I was gonna sit down last week and actually go through like 10 years worth of plays to try and get some get some idea of it. I obviously had COVID, but at the moment, like from a coaching perspective, why would I send you my young talent? They're I wouldn't gonna, go there. I gonna, wouldn't go there. It's a fun place to live. But like, it, what am I? Why am I sending you my young talent? There's a good chance they'll bounce out in one year. Mate, we we both know guys who've been down there who are prodigies and who killed it when they were at school or in the shoot shield and who don't play anymore. Exactly. So the, you know, and within say, a couple within a couple of years. Yeah, when I say statistically, I don't have the stats yet. I'll fucking do them. So don't don't back me into a corner. Or I'll mathematics my way out. But you know, they're probably not going to get developed, and then they're getting sent to Queensland. So. No, nah, I'm not doing it anymore. And I'll be behind the scenes sending them somewhere else. So kudos. Well done. Fuck. It's um that <laughs> mate, you were a little fiery today. I like that. You were very fiery last week, actually. I was fiery last week. It was probably a little bit more incoherent, uh, because I was slightly <laughs> uh I had to bring myself chemically back to the to the balance, but um, Can you do that every week though? <laughs> sort of. Uh, <laughs> but more so last week. Um but yeah, so look, another another week. We've got uh, West Harbour, which is a bit of a banana peel uh, for Eastman the last five years. And you have... We've got the Randy Wicks. Interesting. So, I like, that's a... That's a I'm looking forward to the game after watching them. Where, where is it? That's uh, Foreshore. Well, that's a... Foreshore is one of the fields. Some teams have them, some teams don't. Sounds stupid. Foreshore is hard to win at. It's hard field to win at. Why do people hate playing there? It's a long fucking way away from the rest of the world. Yeah, but I don't mind going to Warringah. Like, I, so, do. I don't want to go to Warringah. But, see, again, yeah, but it's a good ground. I, but that I some of the people are right. Certain teams that are good, it's hard to win there. So I think I think it's hard to win it for sure. I don't know why, but Eastwood and South have traditionally had very close games for the last six, seven years. And we've even at the times where we've been absolutely flying in the comp, been knocked off at four shots. Well, I think Manly Oval's hard to win at. I think four shots hard to win at. Manly's um, hard to win at, definitely. Uni's hard to win at. Just to, just the, the money they give the rest before the game. Hundred percent scholarship. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. No, it's that big. It's the bloke in the gold jacket. He's he just he just cheers so hard that it makes it impossible to win against him. I always um, hate going to Chatswood. See, I I don't mind. I suppose it's different for different clubs, just based on modern history. But it's I, just annoying. There's no parks. It's annoying to get yeah, to. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I will say to my, the Gordon Knights out there, Jordy Goddard, I don't mind Chatswood over. It's got a bit of history to it. And Gordon always do a really good, like, sort of post-matchy thing in there. You know, they, they do it well, but it's impossible to park at. Um, and I, you'll almost always get a fine and then a scratch on the uh, on the cricket oval. Oh, look, I we got to do away with cricket ovals. The time's come. Oh, I hate cricket ovals. I hate them. I mean, Manly Oval used to be worse, but now oh, it used to be so. Ten years ago, it was it was so bad. There was periods there where it was literally muddy eight weeks after the rain, and you're still you're still playing in four four inch studs. But you got to take the ball like almost to the other fifteen for the kickoff if you don't want to kick or you don't want to have a scrum on 
on the on the pitch. It's fucking true. It's fucking true. I always hated it. I'd love to see Manly have a a rugby field. I'd love I'd love to see it, and and not in a mean way, as in like I think it'd be it'd be near impossible given Manly fucking how it's built and like. The no, property. It won't happen, but it's such a great pl- I love going to Manly. It's my I favorite. Like going Man- I like going to Manly as well. You make it, David. Um, get abused by oh, they, they sort of dwindled over the years. They used to be quite prominent, those blokes up in that corner there. I don't like how far away everything is from the ground, but like I feel like it makes the crowd seem smaller than it actually is. Where if it was yeah, on it top, of, it's, cr- it's if classic, it was on top, classic cricket oval and, and like. North I mean, Sydney always has that same vibe as well. Like, I really like going there. I, I but like it doesn't North, feel like a crowd there. I like there. North Sydney. I like the ground itself. I think it's cool. I like the the, the surf. It's gonna, just getting super fucking nerdy. But I like the grass. I think it's good. Like, I like playing on there. It's flat. But I've played major semis there. I haven't played, I haven't played a grand final there. I've played major semis there. I fucking can't hear anyone. I want to hear some bloke from North spraying me. I want to hear our supporters. Like, Bang it's, it, it's nice it's, I want to hear my supporters spray me I want to hear my family spray me it's nice when you're a little bit closer I think so the rugby fields and even uni to an extent um, uni like number, two, uni like number uni. two it's a good field it's a yeah, good field and you can see everything parking that's always fucking that's a huge win parking you know yeah, what I mean I'm, if, uh, uni do you think uni is easy to park at they got that underground park I've never not got one there alright here's a hot tip for new players out there, I'm 95 percent sure that when you, get, when you get those fines from Sydney Uni itself, unless you're just student, throw you in just the throw bin. them in the bin. How are they going to? How are they going to get it from you? Correct. So thank us later. Thank the podcast later and tag us. But if you just go park there, don't pay anything. Uh, drive out. When you do get the fine, you just throw it in the bin. Um. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I've never got a fine there for some reason. Um, I have. But have you? Uh, yeah. Maybe they knew it was you. But what I would say, and something that I wanted to bring up all week, is the bin chickens are back. The human bin chickens. The agents. So, no, not the agents. The people that actually go through your bin for cans. There's been oh. 20 of them around the place this week. 20 of them. One of them was driving like a Lexus. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to stereotype people here, but... In my previous uh, family house, in fact, I can't because we don't have time to cut this. Um, <laughs> I used to come home late. I've already regaled the story of me coming home late. There's a bloke driving a CX-7 pulling fucking 400 Diet Coke cans out of my bin because I've just been polishing them all week. Um, you know, can I ask you something very serious? Yeah. You know who Gary V is? Right. Entrepreneur, uh, like motivational oh, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think he's a fuckwit? I don't know him enough to comment on you to fuck Okay, him. I'm going to send yeah, you some look, videos. Realistically, I'm going to send you some videos of him. Well, I d- then I'm if you're if you're thinking I'm going to have to send you videos, then I'm already going to hate. I kind of liked him until just recently, and I'm like, he's just obnoxious. Absolutely I don't like. Obnoxious. I don't like people who are motivational because That's of the fact is. that they've decided they're motivational. I like people who are motivational because they're fucking good at something else, and then that is the motivation. You can't just wake up. It's like people. There's so many of them. I think the personal trainer industry has been absolutely fucking ravaged by it who are an online fucking life coach. And I'm like, well, if you were that good at life, you wouldn't be an online life coach. You'd be fucking somewhere making lots of money. So It's like financial advisors that aren't rich. Why would I listen to you, fucker? 
Yeah, where do you put your money? Because you're driving, you're wearing an awful suit. You're working you for me currently. You got a two dollar haircut, and I'm only paying you thirty bucks for the session. So what are we doing here? Um, that's that's a fucking strong rant. But I'm gonna have yeah. to educate you on Gary V, so you can properly get pissed off. Oh, I'll definitely get pissed off. I look, I scroll pretty hard through that shit usually. Um, like if we're talking Michael Jordan or like, you know, someone who's good at something, and was it like Kobe Bryant or like it doesn't have to be like a war vet. A war vet. There's some absolute gangster war vet ex. You know, ex-military guys on there just doing hectic stuff. People who've lost a leg and they're climbing Mount Everest, like that's motivational because it's impressive. You turning up and beat and deciding to be motivational, that doesn't impress me. That makes me angry. Makes my blood go a little bit hot in the middle. Makes me want to take my jumper off because I'm angry. 100%. I couldn't agree more. Does it get angry? I couldn't agree more. Mate, so, I couldn't agree more. Fuck those people, man. I'm fucking you know what? I wasn't even thinking about them. Now that now now I'm furious. I'm gonna I have to send you some Gary V stuff. You'll hate him. He's like a entrepreneurial Tony Robbins for entrepreneurs. If entrepreneur- he's worth millions and millions of dollars because of something he's done, I'll, I'll listen to him. If he's, he's just worth millions and millions of dollars. Why? Because he's fucking very good at marketing himself. I want to know where it started. Yeah, well, let's let's educate you, and then we'll come back to, to the the subject next week. Yeah, fair enough. I, I I'm not allowed. We're not allowed to talk politics on here because, and everyone's fucking been asking me about to to talk about it as well. That's the irony. But we have that. Well, one let's, po- let's talk about politics. No, we have that chubby. We have that one guy. We can't do it anymore. Man. I can't say fuck either because your mate Greg Down gets upset. Greg, he although he didn't. He didn't message me after you abused him last week, so maybe I didn't abuse him anyone. last week. I said you called him out. I did call him out because he hammers people, and then a week later he's their best friend. He will hammer Eastwood for four rounds for no fucking reason, and he'll be like, "What did you look in the show this year?" Tag, tag, tag. I've, I'm literally I'm not in a single shoot shield forum because I reckon it would make me more. Insane. I don't look at any of them. You know, I take full credit for all Greg's success. Because remember when he first came out, he's going to listen to this definitely. Remember when he first came out and he's just like adding all the shoot shield players and everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy? And then he'd say all this random shit online and he was trying to add Tommy Hill's sister or girlfriend or something. Yes. That. It, started then- as, it started as Tom Hill. It was just a Tom Hill fan club and just spraying Billy Melrose for not playing Tom Hill every <laughs> and week. He loves Billy Melrose. And he loves Billy Melrose now. Yeah, it's anyway. I, that's too much. It's too much fucking air out of my lungs for that. I've got to get away from that. But the point is, the election is now looming, right? It is looming. The pre pre. I need to go pre vote. That's for sure. I'm, um, I'm voting for Wayne Borzak in this election. He's not running. I spoke to him about it. Actually, <laughs> he should. Though. He should. Well, he actually asked me if I would like to run next year. And <laughs> You'd be running, mate. Unfortunately, James Whalen was within earshot, and his little fucking. And his little eyes just darted over and he was very keen on the idea. So I'm not going to rule it out. Um, be good but, publicity for the podcast. And you, yeah. we've got this great platform now of maybe two, 300 people that listen every week. Yeah. So, you know. That's a good amount of, that's, that's a good percentage of the voting community in Rod. Um, <laughs> but the, the, pre, the pre-selection, the, the pre-voting's out. And Fuck, there's just some absolute duds out there, isn't there? Oh, I was driving through Hornsby today, which is just somewhere you will never know where that is because it's too far away from... I've been know. there once, I think. I, I drove through yeah. there. 
yeah, I mean, people usually you, you you go a bit faster when you go through Hornsby, and the the guy it was just a bloke in a black t shirt, independent, and what he was standing for was more ramps at the train station. That was it. Right. And I'm looking at him. He's like probably 20 something and he's wearing a black t-shirt. Looks a little bit like a sex offender. And he's blue just, hair? no, not blue hair. They, they were, they will go on the green signs and mm. he stands for more ramps at train stations. And I'm like, maybe this guy's in a wheelchair. Maybe that's what's going on here, but this is the worst running campaign I've ever seen. Mate, do you see the thing? I saw some TikTok clip or something where um, they've, they're having the debate and someone goes to Scott Morrison. Mr. Morrison, have you ever seen any corruption in Australian politics? And he said, deadpan, no, I have never seen any corruption. I believe him. I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, you should get a job acting because it was fucking that belief. I've never seen it. Never, oh, there's some corruption, but if... Oh, let's not dive into that. The, the, I, I did was watching Sunrise this morning because I'm a tradie mm. who goes to work late. And uh, they had the Channel 7 ingeniously got 150 unaffiliated voters, which is the most loosest term of all time, around pubs in Sydney. And then they got them to decide who won the debate. And I thought, how fucking bad does my life have to go before I put my hand up as an unaffiliated voter for Sunrise? Well, it's almost as bad as watching Sunrise. No, it's way worse. You've got to go out of your way and go, you know what? I'm going to sit in a, in a pub on a fold-out chair, watch the whole debate, and then proffer my useless opinion. So according to Sunrise, Albo really swung home hard last night. So well done. And he, he's, Albo. He's captured 86 uh, new voters. So that should fucking absolute, absolutely rain him home. Who's um, uh, obviously Clive, Uncle Clive's running again. Yep. I love his ads. They don't say what he does. They just give everyone else shit. Well, it's, they come on their five seconds, just like Australia needs, be <laughs> Australia needs to be better. Um, I actually, the one ad that makes me giggle is the one where Labor have got, they've got a, it's a liberal ad. They've got a Labor bucket with the money coming out the bottom. They've got a little jingle. It's Look, it's, whoever came up with that one, fucking well done. Stuck in my head. You reckon? You reckon Australian politics is ever going to get like US politics, where it's its own entertainment industry? Well, well, if it does, we need to start, in a way, electing some interesting fucking people. Because as my, I, I look, Anthony Albanese is a just a wet piece of bread, and Scomo's okay, man. But like, he wouldn't have been going to that many 18s. He wouldn't have been on the list. Let's be honest. Like he's an he's okay. I know he sculled a beer in the South Clubhouse, but like if you had some people out there who had just had a little like change the tone of their voice occasionally, had a little bit of charisma, then maybe I think you might. But we're tend to be human for fuck's sake. We're a fucking long way away from that. Gee, we no, we're a long way away from that. None of them are partying with Rob James in Fiji. I'll just put it that way. Uh, no way, and no one's not looking after what he that sort of voter wants, which is legalized drugs um, 100% more prostitution um, marriages to be abolished things like that so are you are you some kind of mind reader yeah exactly well he actually he does he sent me some sends free me piss the free piss party oh you've got my vote well actually chubby alcohol's taxed very highly that's, I what, know. We, that's what we do I in know. Australia so in America 
uh, a pack of cigarettes is still five dollars, um, and a pack of cigarettes here is I don't know, I think it's 50, fifty bucks or something. Yeah, fifty, 50 bucks. bucks. Yeah. So we we think that highly addictive things that people want, they'll just stop. Go oh. It's just clicked over to 30. I can't do that anymore. Uh, unfortunately, they'll just make themselves poorer and keep smoking. So that's the way. Uh, we- it, 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 let's um let's go off that really positive subject for a second. And uh, mate, uh, our our friend Waratah captain Jed Holloway just signed a huge money. I'd assume it's huge money deal to stay with the Tars for 2023. So congratulations. That, congratulations when did that go live? I think I saw it yesterday. Well, look. Someone fucking struck me down if that isn't fair enough. Good dream, mate. Struck me down. Honestly, hate to say we fucking called it like picked it like a dirty nose, but who would have thought that an experienced second rower who's kind of tough and not that dumb coming back would actually help? So he still hasn't taken me diving yet. When when we eventually go, he should come down as well. Have you been down to have you been down to Erie yet? Excuse me. Have you been down to the national park where they have a family house? No. Spectacular. They won't even like us talking about it on here because maybe 300 more people will go down, but absolutely spectacular. You got to come down sometime when when he eventually invites us. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I haven't been, we're not, you can't just go. Um, but yeah, he, mate, that's a, that's a smart deal. I think it's like, it lines up with the sort of his aspirations, I think, but uh, I dare say like, a lot of the other super rugby guys, there's more money elsewhere. It, it seems like every managed dog's going to Northampton, or am I just? Am I uh, yeah, there's a lot of Reds guys going there. Um, I noticed a, uh, quite a few of the Brumbies guys are re-signed. Noel Olaseo's re-signed. Neville, I think Tom Banks is getting that yen, that sweet, sweet yen. Oh, um, baby! But the, but they're managing to keep some people. So to me, it shows that one, it, somehow they're finding money. Who knows if they are? Or two, people are more motivated to stay in a good rugby culture than people think. And sometimes it's not all about money, and it's about being a part of a good club and a good community and actually bettering yourself. You definitely take a cut. I mean, or, or you're more likely to stay home if things things are going a little bit better. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's good. That's good news for Jed. He hasn't. I, I can't remember the last time you bought me something. So that's probably a good, you know, good time to buy something. Maybe you should fucking buy something, Hollow, mate. Because I know he's the one, the number one person pushing for this pot every week for his long drives back to whoop whoop. So, hey. Yeah. Maybe buy maybe buy a Jed Gillespie sell me drugs t shirt. Actually, which I, just checked my, I just checked the DMs and there was a request from uh, a former shoot shield degenerate. Wanting a jet sold me drug shirt. So um, I'll organize, I'll pull my finger out of my ass and organize that this week. So um, to some, to, some to Jared Barry, I just want to <laughs> say get your F45 membership going again and just pipe down on there. Um, no, you just keep reading all those carbs, JB. You do whatever you like. I'm trying to think of um, anything else that's just made me furious this week. Um, it's bound to be some things. Uh, Elon Musk is saying he's going to take Twitter public now. He's also said that he might not live long because people in Russia are trying to kill him. Um, what did, else has happened? I did. Cat, I've caught up massively on the um, Johnny Depp Amber Heard stuff. Matt, in a <laughs> How big, great is big it? way. In a big way. Um, it is. It's unbelievable, and I think he's going to win lots of money. I reckon his career will be back after this. 
Um, yeah. Oh, mate, he's going to be a, he's going to be an absolute icon. He's going to be an icon. He seems like look. He's obviously a very loose unit. Um, but it's watching you. I love watching. I've actually got a. I'm just a bit of a. I like watching court in general. I find it very interesting. So, well, you you are you are a lawyer after all, or almost a lawyer. I'm a a lawyer who acts as a all-purpose tradie, but like the court is Cam is so good. Amber Heard took his shit in his bed, which is unbelievably good, unbelievable TV. You can't make that shit up. You can't. Well, she made it up, and then look, maybe maybe she's had sore stomach. We haven't really heard the full. The full details on that yet, but I'll definitely report back because I've been, I've been hard on it. I've been. I love the way Johnny Depp speaks. Oh, like ask, ask him, is your name Johnny Depp? And he's, he, it takes him five minutes. Yes. Names are. You know, when you think about names, you you think well, the parents at the time they thought Jonathan. You know, and you're like, did you like, read that correctly? Yes, you did read that correctly. Yes, Thank you, Mr. Radderborn, or whatever his Thank name you. is. Thank you for reading that correctly, I will say. It's very, look, it's fucking, it's great stuff. If you're out there and you're a loser, um, tune in. So, let's face note, it, any, anyone listening to this. <laughs> yeah, on that Sorry. note, the stats have been skewed this week. So, week two of Caffeine Gum for Eastwood will go down. So, that's almost an uh, endorsement for not. For it's bad for Eastwood rather than caffeine gum. We know the caffeine gum worked. Um, yeah. We two of me retiring from the dating scene. We also go down. So I thought I had it all figured out after week one, where everything went absolutely peachy, and then week two. You really retired. You really retired, or you just going to like? Well, I shaved a goatee. For anyone listening uh, audio, I have a goatee at the moment, and if we know anything about goatees, it's that guys think they look cool. And girls fucking hate them. That's so true. I'm committed to the cause. I'm now fully committed. My uh, missus doesn't really hate many things. Well, she hates a lot of things I do, but the one thing she won't stand for is a mullet. And I def- desperately want like a mohawk mullet, even though I'm sort of losing. Yeah, see, that, I, look, I, used, I did a mohawk mullet between the years 06 and 11, and I stand by it as a good look. It's good Absolutely. Look. It was a good look for Quade Cooper then, and it's good. It was a good look for me. And we had different body fat percentages, but it was still a good. It was still a good look. Um, I could after that. I could do a bit of. a – I probably could do a mullet now if we get to a million listeners. Yes, <laughs> which we will. We will eventually get once you hit the big time. You coach in England or Russia. You'll probably coach Russia. Yeah, I'm big in Russia. Oh, absolutely, big in Kara, big in Russia. Yeah, look, it's. Yeah, you want to look, know something I discovered this week, Jed Gillespie? The uh, ESPN me. 30 for 30s. Holy shit. Oh, I've seen almost fucking all of them. And they Do are you, my favorite's Bo Jackson for sure. I haven't watched that one yet, but I start I watched Lance Armstrong uh yesterday. I one started nut. watching the four falls of nut. Buffalo. He's got one nut. Uh that thing what must, a wild dude. When you do lose a nut though, just for people out there who don't have a medical degree like me and Chubby. The remaining testicle just pumps overtime. It really works hard. Gets Is that more, accurate? Yeah, true. Gets a lot larger as well. So you you might be running the sort of uni ball pen, but it's a powerful pen. Now, obviously, you're a big believer in performance enhancing drugs, but and using them particularly for non-contact sports. Like, who gives a fuck if someone in soccer, you know? 
But um, do you them. think that Lance should have been absolutely punished for what happened or because everyone else was on drugs too? It should have just been like, oh, they're all on drugs. Play on. I mean, I think he has to be punished if we're going by the sort of standards of morality that sport in notionally does. But like, you know, in a sport like his where it was evident that effectively everyone cheated for decades, I don't know what you do. Like, if we were all sitting in the locker room, you know, five years ago and everyone I know was taking a certain thing, I don't know. I probably couldn't just because I'm a bit of a square. But, yeah. like, if it was my livelihood, I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe it's worth it. Who, he's still the most famous cyclist of all time. Imagine having to give some fuckers five million bucks when you've got no real income stream because you lost all your sponsorship and... And everyone's just going after him. I, feel, I actually felt a bit sorry for him after watching it. Well, I don't know. Like, if he was, it's almost like if he took the steroids and he was shitter, he wouldn't be in as much grief. It's because he was pretty good. But as drug testing develops and your your cold, cold urine is sitting in a storeroom somewhere in Sweden, it'll eventually get done. So I think people will just perpetually test piss hot forever. I think so. I, I think so. Uh, there's some. There was some talk recently, and thank fuck it hasn't come true, and it better not come true, that they were going to uh, regulate caffeine again. Because you know, in the past, caffeine no was banned. Stupid. Yeah, George Gregan got in trouble. Holy shit! If that happens, I'm fucked. Well, that's just the way we fucking live. Everything's fucking under the microscope now. Like, how how can you come through and go a bloke who has a four shot espresso thirty minutes before he plays like? Are you kidding me? Hundred percent. I think you should go. be able to have a. I think you can actually, because I've had, I've asked before. You should be able to have a buddy schooner before you play if you want. Like if it's not going to make you any better, the caffeine has, like, there's an optimal amount, and then if you have too much, you you'll get negative effects as well. Like if you have thirty pieces of gum, you'll you'll be shaking and can't do that. Yes, but we, we don't condone that. Not, but don't, we don't, don't do the thirty. All, or claim responsibility for anything that happens. Absolutely. No, nah, that would be that would just really be frustrating. That would be really frustrating, particularly for all the people who are now addicted. Thanks to the show. There's a look. I don't care what anyone says. Podcasting is a great way to market. Uh, even from just doing this and doing, I haven't done a wandering bear one for a while. I actually, got one coming out with Roy Simmons next week. Right. He is a fucking character, dude. That was a very fun conversation. I know I knew nothing about I know nothing about rugby league, as you know. I don't I know nothing about anything, but he was fun to talk to. Some great stories. So I'm looking forward to that. But in terms of selling gum, it's the only marketing I do. Yeah, I mean it's and it yeah. works. Yeah, it works. It, well, it works enough where I'm still working and you're not. That's right. So shout out to that. Although I am starting at a, I'm doing a school next next week. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Scrum that, coaching? Uh, bit of scrum, bit of, bit of set piece. I think, to be honest, line outs is my baby, to be honest. But um, yeah, no, so that should be right. It's a very different though, coaching kids. You got to, you can't swear, one. Um, which can't is, you though? Depends how I many. I feel like certain age, they actually respect it. They do respect like it, adults. but like, it's particularly while you're under some sort of probationary period, you can't be coming in dropping absolute bombs. Of heat. Do you get angry? Do you get angry at your no, players? No, particularly not in that context because you're more cool, calm, friend. collected. I don't get angry at the players, no. Even think, in grade? No, nah, I get really angry at the game 
I'll get really angry at the time with decisions that are made and not made, but I think that's just part of having human emotion. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know whether you can be. Maybe it's just the Fords. I don't know whether I can be that angry with anyone for anything. Like unless they were to turn around and run down the other end of the field and score for the other team, I don't know what I'd be angry about. Like people, you can never be angry if people are trying. I think is my point. If people are trying to do their roles, then. You know, some people, there's like emotional coaches and then there's like analytical coaches and then there's guys who are like a good mix of both. There's guys who are like technical and some are just all passion. And Yeah. What would, would you say you, you are? Oh, a li- definitely a little bit analytical, but mixed with a little bit, definitely mixed with passion because Lord knows you fucking, you're not doing these hours for a pack of crisps if you're not passionate, but I, I like I, I spend a lot of time like you do on video and breaking shit down, and I just like to, I'd like to think I can outsmart people. Whether I can or can't, I don't know, but that's what I want to do. So it's got to drive you a little bit. And I know I do know guys like you're talking about who are all I don't want to say all passion, but Pretty much. mostly passion. And yeah, it, it, it has that effect where it's fucking it's annoying. Where, <laughs> it's I feel annoying. Well, hit you like a ton of like a ton of bricks, it often hits teams well and fl- in the short term. But after a while, and we've said this before, you can only hear the same rousing speech so many fucking times before you're like, hold so you on, just where are we supposed to be? Harder? Is that what you mean? Like, but all I do is push harder. Where are we supposed Holy to be? Holy shit. Where are we supposed to be on the second phase? Like, I like that story about you, the guy with one leg, but what do we do here? And they just go, believe in yourself. Believe. Do you ever do, do, you ever do scrum sessions with Patrol? Ah, fuck. Sorry to interrupt you. I hate when people interrupt me. And it's Patricia a bad habit. I just interrupted did, you. No, no, that's fine. Did you ever have a scrum? Did you ever do a scrum sessions with Patricia Noriega? Fucking oath, I did. And I was big. I liked him though, because he's a character and he'd play for the Wallabies. And he was big. He, he was a very much uh, just push harder. Passion. He's a passion guy. But yeah. when you're 14. Yeah, he's 15, a man. He's a man at that age. Back your spoon. Spoon. Back his spoon, spoon it back. back. Spoon. <laughs> and that's all we did. And you just say back your spoon. And look, if you didn't back your spoon, you'd get <laughs> you hammered. Know better. You know and if you it. did back your spoon, you'd kill it. So um, his boys used to play as well for, uh, at Randwick. Randwick, Randwick, yeah. When I was young, they were pretty hard to move when I was a young fella. I wonder, what they're, I wonder what they're I wonder doing. I wonder what now. they're doing, actually. They, they were very, actually, they were very hard to move. They were he, was, he was coaching in France for a while as well. I mean, that's. Uh, I suppose if you had that reputation as like just a just a big famous dude, you'd just roll around, wouldn't you? I'd milk it as much as milk it as much as possible. I'd roll around. I'd be like Gertrow. Gertrow Sting Camp is milking it for all it's worth. I, he got, he actually messaged me once. He got back to me on something. I I, I quite enjoyed Guthrie Sting Camp um, after he finished his career, just because his think- general look. He looks like an Egyptian warrior of some sort. I think he's um, full of shit if you really listen to what he's saying. But but I did, a- which is why I really liked <laughs> it when he was just talking about posting throwbacks of him with a little goatee thing. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy that aspect. I don't really want to hear about how to live life or coach things. Um, oh, I've, oh, no, I can't do that one. What was going to do it? No, I don't want to do it. Were you going to be negative? I think we're probably thinking the same thing. Are we talking about pe- coaches on Instagram? No, but you go. Go. 
Bro, I'm some, about some, some sad, of so. fucking rugby things on Instagram. And the worst of all time is America. Anything to do with American rugby, some guy who's like 15, he just he's their tech guy. He'll be like the beauty, the sweet science of rugby or something will be the caption. It's just a guy passing the ball. Whereas like, you know, New Zealand highlight reel, you've got to backflip a person to make one. America has the worst rugby-related chat there is. It's horrific. Um, but, instead, gee, there's some guys in Australia who have got awful social media presences or, or good social media presences and just the worst shit. Oh, it's so there's bad. No sub- there's no substance, but that, pardon me, that kind of sums up social media a little bit these days. Well, sometimes I'm like, I'm not, I'm fucking only two years into this business, but, like, I'm like, it'd be interesting to post something like this or that or... But then I'm like, but I, fuck me, I don't want to end up like this. Well, that's what I, I it's funny. We, we, the boys got a tight head pushover try on the weekend. Uh, I'm going to, the halfback scored it, but I'm going to claim it as a tight head pushover try. And I'm like, consider it noted. I, should, I, should I post this? And I'm like, oh, I'll play a little bit of a self, uh, I don't know. I don't you know, know self promoting kind of wanker where in reality I had nothing to do with it. It's ironic, isn't it? Because the, the ultimate character of Australian rugby, who, who, is Laurie Fisher, big member of the Rush's Appreciation Society on Facebook as well. And he's got he, a really good social media. And he, but he's, he, do, he, he does it in a way that doesn't, that he's like educating. Yeah, he's not yeah, doing it to exactly. make himself look so good. I think it's his, and in the nicest way possible, he probably, well, I hope he'd agree, but the fact that he's somewhat out of the age demographic for most of social media users, he just posts a video and goes, some good tackling stuff we did today. And you watch the drill, you're like, fuck, that's just really interesting, incredible. Like, and he replies yeah. to the comments, like, yeah, look, we're looking for inside leg, blah, 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 blah. And he just sporadically posts shit. And that he's he's very good. I like the way he he goes about things, but he's not I, trying to boost his following or whatever. No, but he's he just, doesn't give a fuck about his following. I don't know how many followers he has, but it's not that many. He just but he just posts things. And I can tell you for free, I've met all the players who ask anything technical in D or set or uh, breakdown is just Go follow him yeah. because he, he just drops gems. But then, like, I think it's maybe guys who are at the uh, the bottom of the toilet rung and they're just posting shit trying to, like, I don't know, boost next year's job. Who the fuck knows? I don't know whether people ask for social media presences in coaching fucking interviews. I haven't been in any. Well, it's, it's funny. I'm trying to get Scott Wisemandle on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by all accounts, an absolute legend, and from what I've heard, like a legitimate coach as well. And you can't find him anywhere. You can't find him literally anywhere. He might have some like sort of fake profile or something that he has for his family or whatever. But uh, he's got a burner where he goes on and sprays people who are giving it to the police. Probably Greg Dowden. Yeah, it's a good. <laughs> nah, it's, it's like looking for a girlfriend, chubby. If they don't, if you can't find, hard to find him on Instagram. You know things are going right. You know things are going. Yeah, well, that's what I think. And he's probably so used to cop shit in the media that it's uh, probably just better not to know about it. I reckon. And hearing comments from fucking people that know everything. Yeah, absolutely. Although, fuck, no one covers rugby, bro. I like you. You go. I go on Fox Sports every day. Just have a little gander. And there's a few blokes wearing a fucking tight singlet. I go, that's AFL. Great motors, as I've said a billion times. Don't care about the sport. Something to do with European soccer, if it's in my multi-leg for some reason. But otherwise, don't care. I like boxing. I'll, I'll watch the rugby league stuff because, I don't know, I don't really have a choice anymore. Like a, Jail rugby. Jail rugby. I'll watch the jail rugby the report and see how that's gone for the weekend. Um, by the way, the 
there was a cracking red card or a send-off in the Cronulla game. And I know you're a big Sharks guy up, up Cronulla. Same like, win. I'm, I'm a big fan. Genuine WWE 5, like, coat hanger of death and just the send-off. So send-offs are just coming into rugby league. They're just sort of experiencing them. And they don't like them either. So it's uh, it'll be interesting because you could just do whatever you want. And they put you on report. They figure it out later. But now, yes, they're sending people off. Um, there's toothless people everywhere just fucking spewing, which is good. I like that. I, I enjoy the I, – I got sent uh, – what did I get sent? I got There's some, like, violence in Penrith Junior Rugby League or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Saw that. Uh, again, this is awesome. This is just well, awesome. Fuck. I, look, I, I had the best of times some junior sport is – Intense. I was thinking. I was thinking about this the other day for no reason because I'm absolutely fucking nowhere near having a ten year old. But I was like, I don't know if I how much, like, how invested would you be in their rugby? Like, in terms of coach, my dad coached my team, and I think now, like, he must have been on fucking valiums to cope with just the shit. Like the parents want their kids to play, but the kids picking dead daffodils in the corner, like. It's just a nightmare. I don't know. I think I'd have to probably remove myself, watch it on stand. I don't know. Yeah, parents like, are the parents are the worst. No, I like my parents, but I'm. I think that in with it comes to sport and stuff, it's like, oh, why is my son getting more time or like this or that? Not good enough. Know. Yeah, he that's sucks. why he didn't get the job because he's not qualified enough, and he's not getting paid enough because he doesn't work hard enough. How about you yeah. start teaching them some life lessons? Rather than fucking trying to protect them all the time. Gee, we, <sighs> that's a fucking banger that I would love to deliver. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if I could do that. Like, a, what do, what would you do? Like, if you if your kid is come back from under sevens training or whatever, and I'm sure you pass a footy at home, and he's like, "Yeah, this is what the coach told me," and you're thinking, "Well, that's wrong." That I fuck, saw someone. I saw one of the coaches, played, yeah, in lower on. grades doing something. Not lower grades, but. I saw one other forwards coach doing something wrong the other day, and I'm like, "Do I correct them or no?" And I just left it. No, it's, it's, too, it's too much going on because you, look, you said it cult a bit, you said it, but like, I don't know what I'd do if if he. And I'm thinking, well, he played. My son's coach played third fifteen for Epping Boys in fucking 1993. I prefer if he wasn't really driving home how to tackle probably, but you know, I'd, you'd probably have to leave it because it's just be too painful. Well, you're going to work for some people that don't know what they're doing in, in your life. You're going to have some good coaches. You're going to have some terrible coaches. I feel like they're just going to have to learn that. You know your rant you gave before about people being good enough and fucking working harder and whatnot? Mm. I, I, family, friends, friends of friends, the boys turned 18 this week. So I went to the house to say get a, a happy birthday and they asked me to show them how to gamble and I said, I don't know. Um, <laughs> they actually did, and uh, which is bad. That's not good at all. But uh, <laughs> unless you win, you pretty much don't have to study for your HSC anymore. So well, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, you never had to. But hy- hypothetically, if there was a um, drinking and caffeine distribution course, and you needed seventy-seven to get into it, you had to make sure you got seventy-seven. Um, I remember sweating my mark out because I felt. I got one point lower. So I had to sort of sweat out whether I'd get in or not. Um, and now you, you, there's, they've done away with like the allocations of numbers. So like if, if Macquarie Law used to have only 120 spots a year, it's just whoever the fuck signs up now. 
So like most people get admitted to what they want, barring medicine or whatever, before you they just find a you find a back way in. Somehow. But no, but before it starts, they just email yeah. you and go, "You've been accepted into uh, business at Macquarie." Do you do you think it's because university degrees in most careers are now longer irrelevant? Uh, I think if uh, I think it, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. I'm I'm still not sold. I think if you're really good at what you do, it doesn't matter. But if you're going entry level anywhere. To cut to the pile, you got to, you got, you still got to have the piece of paper. Like if you're, if you're just going rat race, you got to fuck the fuck the rat race, bro. Like you got to sometimes, like when you first leave school. Like I remember having to show like grades at uni and like GPAs and things like that. Um, Boy, so just make it up like you did when the first time you got a job. No, nah, I didn't actually didn't like. Uh, no, nah, I didn't lie. I don't think. Um, but it's you. So these kids are. Their HSCs coming up, and I was so stressed during mine. They don't give a flying fuck. They've been accepted, so they can just hang out, get the, the pierce, and you know chase birds. Yeah, two two things I didn't get to do and haven't done gun. since. So I don't know. Maybe that's I think that's where it's all starting. And then what that means is you end up getting people who just get like fifty all the way through uni and are fucking shit at what they do because they never would have got into the course otherwise. So the next time you go to get a prostate exam, it's probably just some weird bloke. It's not like an actual medicated medical dude. Mr. Chubb, you're back again. Mr. Chubb. <laughs> I told you last week, you don't need to it's come very hard to Google for doctors with big hands and it actually delivers. It's very hard. You know how hard it is to hire a truck? Fucking hell. What do you want? I'm good. I'm sorted. But it was... Uh, what sort? You know, I'm Flat all back. sorted. I'm all sorted. It took a long time, but we got sorted. Yeah, the prostate thing. Obviously, you're going to do that soon because you're you're narrowing in on that age gap, um, you know, and poor health. I could just imagine that, that those kids' parents like we'll get Jed in to scare them straight because this is what'll happen if you don't work hard. No, I'm I, I'm the perpetual example of curveballs, studying hard, doing things right, and now I'm fucking doing tip runs before I go to training. I've been it's less stressful. I've been at TJ Milner for 29 years. Someone needs to come bail me out. Can it's, someone give you a good job, please? I've got Stockholm syndrome. I just oh, I man. just like the beating. No, I I like this job, surprisingly. I'm you're, I told you. you've been at you're that club since you were 20, um, since you were very young. Is that I accurate? was born? My dad played for Eastwood in the 80s. Do you ever feel like you need a change? Uh, do I feel like I need it desperately? No. May I need it to be taken properly, seriously? Maybe. Yeah. I, I like doing different things. I think I'm, I'm going to need a change eventually, but like I always drive different ways home every day just to mix it up. So I, 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 don't I don't like mind, routine. I, don't mind that. I like that. But it's like, I suppose that's always the battle, whether it be at South or Eastwood, is, you know, like, uh, to to the old people, I was just a guy who stopped playing and helps out, you know. Yeah. So, like, why would we give you this or that? Or, you know, why would you wield any sort of power? And it's probably similar to us. Like, like unless you've done five, ten fucking years, they're like, oh, yeah, Chubby, you know, he stopped. He, you know, I remember him as a player. I remember him as this. So, I, I think that's always a problem people have when they retire, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No, it's more just like, you do the same thing over and over and over and over again. You need you need to mix it up occasionally. Oh, I, think, well, I could do it the holiday very badly. 
I'm going to yeah, again. I'm going to stay. Yeah, But the yeah, look, I, I don't know. I, I think coaching it like obviously if you're I'm pretty much bleeding blue and white, but I think coaching at different clubs just different gravy. It's not you're not a player. Do you think you'd care as much? Yes. Yeah. Well, I would because it's it's all reputation. Like it, it's, it's it's your rep. It, I suppose if it's your trade, your reputation's on the line. You can't just go there and fuck up. There'll be no job waiting for you the year after. So, but uh, I think all bets go out the window in terms of loyalty to an extent. Like you gotta you gotta pursue what you can. I think. Yeah. Like I was, ne- I would never change clubs as a player. I was just stuck there. I wouldn't. My parents would fucking disown me. But the as a as a coach, like I'd prefer to be at Eastwood. But like you can't, I can't pick everything I do in life. No, for sure, for sure, I get it. And there's only uh, so many opportunities, and you don't know how other people are going to look at it. You exactly. Know, so on, so on but, and so forth. And you got to learn. Like you might go and work for someone who's just a fucking awesome coach mentor that you can learn from. Where's he gone? That's and, all good. Uh, yeah, so you can, he's just having a smoke in the background. No, all good. Keep going. Yeah, and you, you might get an opportunity to go and work for DC if he ever goes back to Clubland. You're like, fuck, that's a really good opportunity for me to progress as a coach. You'd be crazy not to take that. Yeah, it's, uh, for me, it's as I said, it's different gravy. Once you once you hit that, um, once you're no longer playing for me, like I, I, I couldn't go to any other club. I just wouldn't be allowed. Um so yeah, but one, you know, once you're trying to earn a quid and do good things, then it's different. Well, I think it's different, and I'll be treating it as such. But um, again, it'd be awesome. Like I'm sure you'd be happy if everything was going well at South, and you could probably hang out there and have your choice. But sometimes you don't get your choice. I might not get my choice. Fuck, I don't know. I'd like to go to the south of France. Yes, yeah, you know, I mean that's obviously high on my list. But whether they're looking for a guy with one year in the bank, I don't know. You never know. What would I fucking do in the south of France anyway? It's good. I got good facial hair for the south of France. Eat croissants, drink wine every day. Yeah, I'm not a big. I reckon it'd get mildly frustrating. To be honest, one makes me one makes me sleepy. Um, You're already sleepy. The Valiums and all the pills you take as well make you sleepy. No, no, no. This is bad messaging for people out there. No, that's not not at all correct. I'm sleepy all the time though. Um, so I don't know if I could handle the South of France. I wouldn't mind getting some yen, going to England, and then ultimately settling down in Russia. Oh, I can't fucking yeah, do for Vladimir. Out or Georgia. Anymore. Georgia? Georgia scares me. Georgia yeah, does me too. Anyone named Georgia and the place both scare me. I had um, the opportunity to go and play in Romania a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do it, obviously. I could just well, – thought- well, yeah, I, I, I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, I, as a kid, obviously, the only thing I watched on YouTube was rugby fights, um, space fights, enter, and they were all in fucking Romania or French Division 11. So when I, I'm sure I got this, a similar message from someone, Mitchell, from, um, from Romania, and I was thinking, gee whiz, I'm going to just, the guy, like, we'll just go to pack our first scrum and kick me in the head. I'm not doing that. Um, just fighting at training and stuff. The, the, I was going to ask you actually because uh, someone I know recently got offered to, to do a sort of rugby holiday, professional holiday. You know, like I suppose eight one, weeks or whatever, just down a few bucks. Uh, uh probably a little bit longer, like a Spanish one. And I was like, "Fuck, I think you should absolutely go for it." Like, you know, guys who aren't going to be full time. Just one of the Woods boys. I don't know. 
Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, thanks, thanks for putting him in touch with me, Bob. Yeah, I did put him in touch with me. Yeah. So, um, but I, and I still, ironically, I actually still had. I'm pretty sure I had that same bloke in my day, in my Facebook messages from like 2018. And if I hadn't gone to America, I would have done it. But I think if any players listen to this, which they, they have to statistically, you know, if you're sort of 25, 26, you're a good footballer, you know, even first or second grade, you played a bit of first grade, go do, go do it. It's an opportunity to see the world, mate. I've got guys I know who played sort of second grade, a little bit of first grade at South and who are now just traveling around the world, been to Abu Dhabi, uh, Bahrain, currently playing in Hong Kong. I've done trips to Ireland and they're just yeah. using footy as a vehicle to see the world. So Yeah, I think that's that's it, Because eh? a lot of footy players don't get to do that thing at uni where you, halfway through uni, you everyone when I was at uni, they in the last semester they go to Europe and then go to Yacht Week. And the rest of us were fucking sitting here in the cold, strapping our boots on. So this is like the rugby version of that. Like, I think like, you know, you play 50 first grade games. You're not going to play professionally in Australia. Go do something. Very few people make enough money out of the game to ever really, you know, make a career or a living out of it. So if you can, if you can get some free travel, enough money to pay your bills, I think, and, and, you know, the opportunity to experience different cultures, uh, before you, I would like like yourself. Uh, I would recommend that to absolutely anyone. It's, a, it's definitely a vehicle, man. It's definitely a vehicle. Like when, you know, when it, like it's some bloke's going to pay for your rent in Spain and give you a few pesos to go, you know, hang out in the weekend. Like why not? Yeah, I would do it. I would do it. And hey, um, I I, oh, I got to ask this question before I forget. Uh, I won't name him, but it's one of the Cowra men. Um, shout out to the Cowra Eagles. Love Cowra every week. Great fucking, great fucking place, Cara. But if you want to play club footy, just not major league, but club footy in the US, how would you attack that? Good question. Um, because I, after I did Pacific Beach, which I still think is a fantasy, I just had a coma and woke up in heaven. Um, I honestly, I not the worst idea is hitting up most of the guys. The clubs are sort of self right. Like if we were at Pacific Beach right now, or we were in Austin, we'd also do the social media and we'd be on the email chains. Like even if you're a player, you'd probably be involved just because American rugby is not as big. Message them on Instagram. Message them on Instagram and say, hey, I'm, you know, Joe Smith, I'm, I'm playing footy for Cara. Can I come, can I come over and play it? Now, whether or not they'd be able to put you up or pay dollars or assist would depend on the level you've played at before they but, could help with connections for a job or whatever yeah but, they, but they'll yeah. be like you, or if you said mate I'll, i'm coming over to play for you like there was a guy there in my in one of the years i went who wasn't recruited he, he was just like i want to i want to go to san diego and play footy and live on the beach and someone connected him in somewhere he could do some electrical work illegally and like that. That's it. So uh, honestly, in the in the age we live in, I think you just message them on social media. There will always be some sort of connection back home to Australia. Someone will know someone, and um, and even if you know, you might have to sort of do it as a like you'll be playing, but you got to sort of pay your own way. Um, I mean, you can stay in America for ninety days, which is most of their seasons, on just the really easy visa, the Esther visa. So, yeah, I mean that's hey, that's. I- that's good advice. I wish I, I wish I could go. Yeah, I, I look. I, 
the f- first year I only went three months. The second year I went five. So that visa was a bit tougher. But I would 100 million. If anyone came up to me and said, oh, I want to go to San Diego this offseason. I want to go to uh, Texas. A lot of my friends went to Texas before the major league stuff. And they just had the time of their lives. And had, you, can't to be honest, smoke weed. you can't smoke weed in Texas though, can you? I don't know. Can you? <laughs> Joe Rogan does. Well, he's probably, you know, he's got his own compound. But the... Uh, anyway, details, I, details. I honestly think for good players as well, like for guys who are borderline doing things for money, like I went over and played effectively eight games, came back way fitter, way happier, way, just like you said, just scenery change. I think there's never been a better time to be that sort of semi-professional or just below that level because there's competitions popping up all over the world. Like, I think rugby's genuinely thriving probably everywhere but here to an extent, even though I think we're on the up here. So if, you, if you're if you looking for an opportunity, there's opportunities everywhere. Yeah. It's, uh, look, mate, if I, like if I was 25 and, and the season's run for the most Probably. part. In the opposite, but in the opposite to our season. So, like, I did four back-to-back seasons, which was awesome. You know, you got, like, you, you finish up, have a couple of weeks off, shoot shield, maybe a month or two, to be honest, do a little off-season, shoot over to America, play some footy over there, experience some different stuff, um, meet, like, talk to opposite sex for the first time. Um, cocaine and stuff? Sorry? Cocaine? No. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not into drugs, and this is what happened in Cowra because they a lot, a few of those guys thought I was, and were very disappointed when I wasn't. <laughs> I said, the wrong Why are you winking at me right now? I'm not winking. I'm blinking. Um, but yeah, oh man, I, I would do. You got to be say. I, I told the bloke about for uh, the guy who might be going to Spain. You got to just be be careful with like the Spanish and the French and the Italian ones, like you did. Make sure that there's. They deliver on their promises, so, yeah. so to speak. They're like the more complex it gets, the more you got to make sure that that house actually exists, the money turns up, you know, things like that. Um, and sometimes a bin chicken agent will do it for you. Um, actually, most of the time they would if you if you if you're keen. They'll probably be. Oh, they look, love money, those fuckers. If you're thinking about it already, go to your message request, and there's a bin chicken in there. Oh, 100%. And he's, and he's going, Squawk. Do you want to go to Columbia? Squawk. I'll, go, I'll go there. But there's, <laughs> uh, there's a number of bin chicken highlight reel creators as well. So if any of them message you and they message fucking everyone, um, tell them to go fuck themselves, even though they probably listen to this. That's all right. You can get, tell them to go fuck themselves. It's one of the core tenets of being Australian. So um, stick to that. But yeah, those holidays are fucking awesome. And I can't wait to go back to America right now. Still talk to my American friends every day. Um, it's the up until 18 months ago, two years ago, it was the freest country on earth. And uh, yeah, couldn't be Sleepy a Joe. Sleepy Joe's. I still of... want to see their rugby stuff. And oh, it's really for nerds, but. Oh, I send it. We have a little group that sends it around. They're, the what they consider highlights over there is like, Chubby, you could have been the flashiest player ever to play in America had you gone. Jeez, that's. I wish <laughs> I did go. I wish I did go. I had an offer to go to Seattle before Major League started, and an yeah. offer to go to Austin and play club footy, and I was too fucking stupid. And now look at how my life's turned out. Yeah. No. I, I'm. I'm. It would have been cool because if you're there at the ground level, I was sort of there. At, 
semi-ground level, then they sort of hit you up for the pro stuff as well because Pickens a bit slim over there in the old club yes. comp. You, you'll get a guy who played ITM in uh, 2001 and he will be very good. And then you'll get a guy who didn't make the high school uh, football team. So he joins rugby and wears a double-sided mouth guard. So you'll get all ends of the spectrum. Um, before we go, because I've had 15 rugby-related phone calls since we've been on this so I'm, you know, it's Thursday, so usually something happens at this point. But I want to, I want to get some kind of inspirational message from you to give our listeners something to hold on to for the weekend, something to, you know, something to strive for, something to hope for, something to inspire. I guess. Have you, have you got anything like? You can, it can be a rant if you like. It can be, you know, some, some sort of positivity. I'm just giving you extra time to think. That's yeah. No, I, I saw, well, I saw one thing today. And it, you were talking about how good marketing's getting. I saw the Tars doing a thing, fill the hill, which I swear is stolen from somewhere else, isn't it? Someone help me. Probably. I'm. I'm sure. I've seen it everywhere. I like it. I like it, and also the fact they're playing like I smart. Um, but I saw today advertised at a shop was edible plants. Well, like broccoli or something. That's what I thought. Is that not vegetables or shallots? It's fucking anything, Chubby. It's a tomato. It's lettuce. It's fucking anything. 100%. 100%. And it was advertised as if it was something new. Edible plants. So that's just a new marketing technique. What the fuck? Oh, I thought, what the fuck? That's weird. What plant? And then I was like, you eat every fucking plant. There's only a few plants that aren't edible. I mean, you eat those weird mushrooms with the funny top on them, but like, I stick with the salad. You smoke them. You smoke no, them. I don't smoke them. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, that that was that was that's been my thought of the day of how fucking dumb that was, um, and if you're doing your HSC, don't study. There's no point. You've already been accepted. So you know what? Tell- I got I got the lowest mark. Sorry, my brother got the lowest mark you were capable of getting, and we got told that if you got that mark, you get free piss for the rest of your life in New South Wales. That's Fake a news. lie. Absolute lie. But oh. that probably probably explains why. Well, that was the that thing. Mark. The asterisk party, right? If yes. you got an asterisk. Oh. Well, Locke was an asterisk. So I was 31 because I had an, I played Australian schoolboys. I got a couple of extra points. Oh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so it's just. You get fucking 10 points from playing Australian schoolboys? I don't know. So, the, yeah, you know, obviously uh, Locke is working in finance. I don't know where the fuck he is. Yeah, well, that's moment. it. I got fucking 94 and a half and Locke is working in finance. So, like, what's, yeah. what, are, what are we doing here? But that asterisk party wasn't, wasn't worth it. No, but free piss for life would have been. So I guess it's a, a risk worth taking, you know, I because I think I, I'd probably own five houses if I didn't ever have to pay for a drink. Free piss for life. You're a big smoker as well. If they gave you free <laughs> smokes for life, you'd be fucking, you'd be, imagine the cash you're saving. Yeah, that's almost a hundred bucks a day, case in a case in a deck. Free coffees, free ciggies, and uh, free stimulants free for life. Free piss. I haven't had a drink since Saturday. I've no drink since January. I've been coaching. That's unbelievable. Just quietly. Bravo to you. I don't know if that's sad or a good thing, but. <laughs> Fucking sad. Well, it's pretty sad. But it's good. I, I I reckon drinking's. I love doing it, but it's not good for you. I can't do. I can't. I can't do the next day. Next day is a social. A social beer or something is quite nice. Like we had a couple of beers Saturday. Um, 
commiserating with some of the other coaches who were there, and that was quite nice. And I wasn't hungover when I woke up, and I felt good the next day. But if you have 25.30, that's a different story. <laughs> One of my favorite podcasts, the Yak Air Barstool podcast, they did a case race the other day. Um, maybe we could do a two-man case race. <laughs> well, let, should, we, should we get teams? I've got Rob James. Shout out. Uh, I don't know who I'm going to draw. I, I like if we could fly Hugh Roach back. I might. I, I was might just get, thinking Hugh Roach. I might get Hugh Roach in for a case race. I think Holloway would be a pretty good team member. But it, it was just it was pairs of two, and the podcast went for four hours uh, and ended in a wrestling match. So I'd, whether once the season's over, once the season's over, we'll do a case race. There should be a punishment. There's got to be a punishment. We'll have to do a bet when we play each other that week. There'll be a bet that week. We should have a bet that week. What are you and Batcher doing for Silly Sunday this year? Aspen? Oh, based on trends, I'll be on huddle. But <laughs> based on, um, yeah, we're going to Aspen the week after. So, fuck yeah. It's going to be sick. Batcher likes a beer by the look of him. He actually Is that accurate? That's the irony, no. He's gin and tonic, man. Vodka he's lime soda. He's man. almost 40, mate. You can't, you can't be... Yeah, vodka lime soda, absolutely. Skinny, the skinny, skinny yeah, skinnies, hundred percent skinnies. Skinny bitch. I, I, I'm partial to one myself. If I'm trying to look, if I'm trying to impress people, I'll drink a scotch. Though, if I'm trying to get absolutely hammered. I'll drink all that. Those things. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm trying to get doing socially. I'm not I'll doing drink it socially. Red square vodka out of the handle. Mate, there's some crazy shit going around. At the no, moment. no, actually, you know what? I've got the one thought. Like my last thought of the week. Once you turn fucking twenty. What am I, 29? There's no house parties anymore. And it fucking sucks. And there should be more house parties and less going out. Because I would have said, I would have said 32, 33. And I, I reckon it's because of COVID, just quietly. I reckon it's because of COVID. COVID's fucked a lot of things up. Yeah, but the, like they're on the decline. If you're in that 18, 21, even the 25th seasons, just enjoy them because they end. And then, like, if you've got your group of friends now, like all, all of them, both of them, um, and you were like, we'll have a house party every like in that week. Think how good your weekends would be. We have done that for a long period of time, but it's all kind of died away as people get married and kids. And you well, know. maybe because Cronulla is more rural, you guys have a, have more parties, but less in- pl- less police here. They don't need to patrol like they do where you live in the. Yeah, there's where, never any. Where are you, Hunters Hill? There's, there's never any fellas over there. there. There's never any issues down there. Large gatherings, riots, nothing. It's always smooth sailing. You know what, everyone? Cronulla's got such a bad reputation, and there's a hilarious film on the riots. But um, I've I've probably seen less than five fights in my life here. And I've been because, here since is that, because you're, is that because you're fucking cross-eyed or because there's a little bit of that, but <laughs> but it's maybe I'm just not at the right spots. But the vinyl room doesn't have fights. What a surprise. Uh, they are no, nah, not that place. Northies. I've seen people punch on in Northies. Bro, oh maybe I've seen more than five. Carl Bono had his fucking face caved in when I was That's playing with him. Fusion, a fusion, I remember that. So it happens. I didn't see it though. <laughs> the thing about that's the thing about Cronulla, maybe. Dumb people. Maybe I'm just accustomed to it. Maybe dumb people are angrier. We don't know. We don't have the science yet. Maybe well, in, maybe inbreeding does make you fucking a bit. <laughs> well, I'm not from. I'm not from here. I've adopted here, so I don't know what's worse. And but they've adopted you, and I'll take well, you. I don't think they will. I don't think they really want me here. But um, anyway, let's finish on that. You have a terrible rest of your week. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it's better than last week. Please subscribe, like, share. 
tell a friend, please send Jed nudes. And most importantly of all, please buy caffeine chewing gum. Uh, I really like waking up every day and doing whatever the fuck I feel like. So, 100%. I just got a message saying no parking tonight at training. So, my day is already fucked. Thanks, everyone. We don't get that, as, we don't get that in Southern Districts. It's because you feel to car park. All right. See you, everyone. <laughs> See you. Bye. Oh, I got to go, dude. I've had like Todd call me three times. It's never Very a good great. sign. I'll talk, so, to you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.